Welcome to Leaders on the Rise, Season 2, Road to a Million and Beyond. I'm your host, Lydia Pierre, also known as the Corporate Socialite. In this season, we're going to be talking to some of the most successful and inspiring business leaders of our time about their journey to reaching millions in revenue. We're going to be diving into the nitty gritty of what it takes to build a successful business from finding the great idea to executing on that idea and scaling it to the next level. We'll also be talking about the challenges and obstacles that these leaders had to overcome along the way and how they were able to overcome them. If you're an entrepreneur looking to take your business to the next level, then this podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's get inspired. And welcome to Leaders on the Rise, Road to a Million and Beyond. I'm so excited today because we're going to talk about not only how to get on that road to a million, but how to protect yourself along the way and when you get there, because it's not just about how to make the money, but how to keep it. And our guest today is going to tell us all things about how to keep your money when it comes to protecting those assets that you have. I want everyone to welcome to the show, Scott Smith. He is the attorney and CEO of Royal Legal Solutions. Welcome to the show, Scott. Ah, thanks for having me on, Lydia. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Thanks for being here today. So excited to talk to you about the different ways to protect assets, especially when it comes to real estate investors, because that seems to be where you specialize. Yeah, real estate is actually just the most difficult kind, right? Um, But really, asset protection is really for everybody. You know, it's the only way that you can really ensure that all the money that you're making can't be taken from you from a single lawsuit. And so many people just own assets in their personal name. And, uh, you know, they're just taking a ton of risks that they don't need to take. Well, you know, when you know better, you do better. So hopefully they will, by listening to you today, they're going to know better and they're going to find ways to do better in that space. Because a lot of people jump into things, you know, both feet in, eyes closed, just trying to do what they hear people say they do. Everything from watching on TV or any podcast they might listen to, just kind of just jump two feet in without doing their due diligence to figure Mm -hmm. out what they need to have in place in order to be protected. So I'm so glad that you're here to talk to them about that today. Let's first start with who you are, why you are, and how you are. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm a really firm believer in the fact that whatever you want in life, you should find somebody else that already has it. Mm -hmm. And try to just do whatever they did, right? And listen to them. Yeah. This is like somebody that's actually like walked the road. So sharing with you now, like a little bit about my story. Um, into it is that I actually bought my first business and my first piece of real estate while I was in law school. And it's a commercial building uh, with a transmission and auto repair shop that I bought for back taxes. And I was able to flip that to be able to graduate from law school without debt. Wow. And I went into suing insurance companies as I thought like, well, I'm going to be some big, important attorney uh, suing uh, suing these major corporations. Turns out insurance companies love to collect premiums and deny coverage, especially when things get expensive. Yeah. Um, and the same time I was continuing to invest in real estate until I was making more money doing real estate than I was, uh, becoming, a, being an attorney. So I quit being an attorney I just focused on real estate investing. Oh, wow. But I ran into problems. Mm. I ran into these problems that, um, people do as they, as you start to acquire wealth, which is, well, how do I make sure that I can secure 
everything that I bought. So how do I protect things inside of LLCs? And how do I use LLCs and S corporations to save me on taxes? And how can I hold my assets anonymously? How do I make sure if like something happens to me that people can help me take care of keeping my mortgages paid? But if I die, like where does all my stuff go? Does it go to take care of my family? How do I make sure that happens the right way? How do I do this insurance? And then you know, do I really want to be like investing and having to find all of these new properties all the time? Or do I want different kinds of investments that are easier to get into and would pay me, you know, um, the same kinds of returns, but with like a lot less work. So I was running into a lot of these problems of they weren't money problems all of a sudden. It was life problems. Wow. I was making money, but the problem was like it all, all my life still got consumed with having to manage the money. And this is the number one lesson. A lot of people think, that like once I have money, then I'm done. And right. now everything's great. No, no, no. You get into stage two, which is now I have to manage some money. I actually have a billionaire friend um that spends 20 hours a week managing your managing your wealth. And I was like, that's insane. Do you understand how insane this is? You have a yeah. billion dollars and you still spend half of your time just managing more money than you can actually ever spend. But this is happens to actually all of us as we go through. And I have another friend who was took the exact opposite approach. He's like, hey, I'm not going to really manage any of this money the right way. Right. And so I'm just going to have big umbrella insurance policy. And he lost $3 million from a single lawsuit from a deal that went sideways and a contract that he backed out of because he didn't do things the right way. So I was like, two, both of these people are too far at the extremes. Right. There's like a there's a middle path. And that's what Royal Legal Solutions, my company, is about. How do we take the best practices? Can we put those in place? We work with the entrepreneur or investor about how to create all of these things. So all of the puzzle pieces of wealth fit together so they can be the CEO of a wealth building company that we build and manage for them. We educate them for free. Then then we help them build it and help them run it. So that way they get to do the thing, which is you make money, all these things in your life run for you, and then you're actually free. You actually can get out of the game. Um, and that's a piece nobody ever tells you about. They just say, oh, you'll make the money. You'll get out of the game. Nah, it's a lie. Uh, and unless you know how to do this other piece too, about oh, how you manage wow. wealth. Wow. Okay. So that was just mind blowing. You just blew my mind <laughs> because I myself am one of those people who, who was thinking, I just got to get to the bag, get to the money and mm-hmm. then I'll be good. Right. But, or even maybe just hire some people here or there to kind of help me figure it out. But to think that you have to spend half your time managing those assets because it's not just the money itself. It's the assets as well. Right. Because you got people who are overseeing the overseeing of the overseeing. So (laughs) how do you know they're doing a good job? Right. Right. You know, if you're just working with like whatever, I mean, that's the deal, right. Is that like the, the, the thing that people don't tell you, right. Is like when you're, you know, your attorneys, your CPAs, like all these professionals, right. They're, they're basically mechanics. Yeah. Right. But they're like a mechanic that knows how to turn a couple of wrenches on like their part of the car. But who knows how a whole car is supposed to run? Because it's not just about one person's job. It's about how all of their jobs go together. Mm. So how does all the investing actually impact all your taxes? And then how do you structure your entity structure to not only give you protection and anonymity, but also make it best for taxes? And then how much insurance do I need if I use this type of company structure? What type of investments that I'm going to make are going to impact all of these factors? That come into it. And that's why what you really need, right? That's why this is why I really build Royal Legacy. Because what you really need at the end of the day uh-huh. is not like a just a professional. 
you really need professionals that are doing the exact thing that you're doing. Like they have their own life experience about how this business itself works. Right. And so that's what I built is like, I built this for myself and with my own professional team to run my money. And then I was like, ran into friends that were like, Hey, can you help me do the thing that you do? Mm. And I was like, no, okay. So I started helping like a few people. And then I went to a podcast on bigger pockets, um, like years ago. And then I had like 30 people calling me a week from, and I just gave out my personal number. Cause I was like, well, there's not gonna be that many people that are interested. Right. In stuff. And it turned out actually like everybody wanted help with it. So that's, that's really the whole reason my company exists is because everybody thinks like, I'll just go hire whatever professionals. And they're like, Nope. Now I got to manage all these professionals and they really don't know I'm left being the quarterback. Right. How all these people are supposed to come together. I wish I had a team that actually knew how to work together, did it all. So I could show up to like a monthly meeting and then it all worked perfectly. Like, yeah. Cool. That's what we do. Got it. Got it. So it's like money, basically money management in a sense. Yeah, but not just on the investment. Not- money managers only place investments. Okay. They don't tell you anything about the taxes. They don't tell you anything about the law or like your entity structures or anything with your insurance. Right. That any other investor, any other professional you can hire in the world only knows one part of the stool. Right. So that means you're always in the middle. There's nobody else that does it. The only people that have these full teams put together are people that are like usually worth over $50 million that can create things called family offices, which means they hire full-time staff and somebody to manage it. And they can have afford all this expense because they have all this money, right? That they need managed correctly. We're the only company like this that does this to say like, cool, we, you know, typically if you're worth like a quarter million dollars or above, um, or you're making over $150,000 a year, everything that I do can actually be paid for with just tax savings, 100% of the time. I've literally wow. never run into a client because we're so good at tax that like that can't get everything paid for with just the amount of money we save them if they're making over 150K. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, okay. That's a lot to digest. Because it's, it's essentially saying, well, you have a unicorn essentially in your hands. So you're a unicorn company. So how how does one find out or what's what's your role? How do you position yourself? How do you position the company in order to work with them? Like, how do you make that make sense to someone who doesn't know? Because they, their understanding is you get this person, that person, that person. How do you know what to do to get someone like you and your team to come in and clean up? the entire house. This is perfect, right? Because this, what I'm about to launch it to is for everybody is basically like, here's how sales and marketings work to like, how do we get successful in doing that? But just also, this is the most effective way for you to go f- to get your first million in revenue. Okay. This is, this is exactly what you really need to do, right? At the end of the day, if you want an explosive company that's going to be durable, right? What you really need to do is solve a hard problem. Yeah. Like, and you know what the hard problem is going to be because you've already lived the hard problem yourself. And it's whatever is like actually that you've come across that you've really like run into and be like, man, that was really hard for me to solve. And when you talk to anybody else that says, Hey, I'm running into that problem. They're like, Holy smokes. Like, you know how to solve that problem and whatever that is, that's your product or service. Yeah. Cause that's obviously where the gap exists inside of the market and the market's big enough that whatever problem that you've come across and solved, that's a really hard problem. There's a ton of other people out there that are trying to solve it. Right. Right. So then the question becomes is how in the world do you get somebody educated enough 
to understand that you're actually an expert into something that they don't really understand enough to even know that you're an expert because they typically don't understand enough to even know that you're that much farther ahead than they are. Okay. You, you, you definitely broke down the question I just asked you. That was perfect. Yes. Answer, yeah. please. <laughs> yes. This is the way you do it. First thing you do is you use whatever the ads, podcasting, or whatever is going to be your medium for trying to um, speak a message to be able to attract who are the right types of people. And you make that actually educational. Okay. Right? Into it. So, so far, like, let's look what, like, just examine what happened in the first part of this podcast, right? I was already educating on like, hey, do you guys know how wealth building works? Right? Do you know the complexity of actually all these things that happen? And then Lydia was like, holy smokes, I didn't understand. Like, actually, that's what really happens. That's real life. These are real stories, real life. And oh my God, I can totally understand how these pieces fit together and how the this problem actually exists and you can't actually get there any other way. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I actually have a solution for it, right? That's education. It should exist inside of your ad as much as it exists inside of any type of content that you're putting out that already gives people a really simple aha moment. Right. And it says, oh man, that's amazing, right? So then it's the same thing that's going to happen if, at the end of this podcast, right? I'm going to provide a ton more content that's going to be mind-blowing content of just sharing secrets, yeah? Because that's the goal. Just give away all the information for free. People are going to pay you to do it for them. You don't need to hide any of the information from them. Then lead them into the homepage or whatever page you have that has what I would call like a video sales letter. And in your video sales letter, this is where you break down all of the intensive education step-by-step in a 20 to 30 minute video with no fluff. It's like, this is exactly what you need to do. And it's either you can figure out how to do all of these things on your own, or you can simply hire my company and it's going to take you like a 10th of the time and a 10th of the cost. Which one do you want to do? The people that aren't going to hire you, we're never going to hire you anyway. But great, you got to help them by giving them some great education. But everybody else finally now has heard you a couple of times, which they need to to build a relationship. And you've really spent the time to educate them. So that way, when it comes time to get them on the phone or to have that follow-up conversation and say, hey, do we make sense as people and value systems and touch and feel to say, hey, we feel like we want to do business together. They really already understand everything that you do. Right. They've already made the decision on like mm, all the technical boxes here are checked of right. like what is that I want? I understand it, whatever. All I really need to do is feel you out. Do you really uh do you have the right touch and feel for what I'm looking for for the type of relationship that I am, especially if it's something that's as intimate as like money, right? That comes with it. So uh, that's my approach to it. That says this is how I've been successful in building um building this company. Is it really comes down to a couple key things. It's you're always giving away all your secrets for free. Right. You give those all the way up front. You get recorded content that has basically all of your training on how everything works. You make that put that right up front. Um, and then inside of when you get to like your sales calls, don't make them sales calls. Make it really about like you and this other individual about like really care about the other person. Right. What's really going on with them, right? That's even deeper than maybe the product or solution that you really have, right? And then like sales is great. Because then you're like, no, nah, I'm not really actually trying to sell somebody into a product. They've actually already decided whether they like the product or not. I'm really trying to figure out, is this a person that I want in my life? Right. right? I like that. I like that because what it is, it, it is a relationship. And the way you're talking about it, it's a very intimate relationship because I don't know if there's anything more intimate than your money. I don't know if there's a more vulnerable space to be in than exposing your financial just nakedness to someone. <laughs> it's just showing them like, 
This is me. So I, I, I can imagine how much someone has to trust you and your team to be able to divulge all that information that let you guys know everything that they have going on so that you could essentially come in and help them make sense of it all. I think that's right. Right. I mean, it's, um, and these are the best ways I've been able to find trust. Okay. Best ways I've been able to find trust is give away everything. Mm-hmm. As I say, listen, you don't need me. You don't have to, you don't have to be with me. I'll give you everything that I have into it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that works. So that, that helps with the trust building process. Yeah, of course. Right. Because if I'm telling you, like, it's like going on a date, right? I don't know. Do you, do you have a boyfriend, girlfriend or anything like that? Are you in a relationship right now? Working on it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. But you've been on a lot of bad dates, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Well, not anymore. I've, I've elevated to a space where I have a lot of good, positive dates. Perfect. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for everybody else in the world that is right. exceptionally talented at relationships is Lydia into it. We know when we go on bad dates, right? And we can typically always feel, and, and females are ex- exceptionally good at feeling this a lot of times, is because you know at the moment that you sit down at the table or whatever, that like when somebody wants something from you and it's immediate thing is to pull back, right? The moment that you sit down there and you're like, ah, this guy's just trying to get something from me, you know, right, whatever right. that is into it, your immediate reaction is defensive walls go up and I'm kind of pulling back, but maybe I'll be here because I'm polite. And I'm going to kind of coast through. Okay, 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 okay. Right? That's into it, right? The fallacy is is that we're thinking that our relationships with customers is any different. The same thing is happening. The moment that you sit down with somebody and you say, and you're coming with an energy that says, I need something from you, or I want something from you, their defensive walls immediately go up, which is going to mean that your job, you just made your job more difficult, Mm -hmm. right? Into it. So, So what I'm recommending is a totally different approach. Give away everything for free such that when you sit down for the meeting, you're not coming from a place that says, I really need or want anything from you. Yeah. And to it, what I'm really here is I'm curious about who you are, your life experience. And do we have something that we can work on together? That's going to make sense for both of us to partner into this. Because if we don't, then that's awesome. That's great. Then I get the pleasure of being able to, to scout, to, to have this opportunity to meet you and be able to learn more about who is who am I not a good fit for? And how can I make sure the people that I'm a good fit for are better screened in the future? But I got to really learn about you deeply. That's going to help me know how to better qualify my leads to make my time better in the future. Okay. Most people are just trying to jam through a sales presentation. It just means they're wasting a bunch of time. It also means that they're not converting as many people as I do either because they're putting people on the defensive just right. because of their things. So this is where like this is where I get into like a little bit of woo-woo onto it. Because the next piece of this is really actually trying to say, can you actually use like your meditation and breathing and like your other work to really feel inside that you don't need anything? Can you get to a place inside of yourself where you says, I actually have inside of me everything that I need. I don't need anything from anybody. Mm. And if you can get to that place, what happens is all of a sudden you have superpowers because you're no longer chasing things for the sake of chasing them. Because you think if I get that people will like me or that I'll have the thing that I want right, or right, I'll right. have the status or like whatever, you stop chasing stuff. You stop chasing relationships. You become present and centered inside of yourself, whatever's going on. And when people feel that, that it's actually the most amazing feeling that people will ever experience of you. So now you're actually a super converter because now people aren't just buying the product or service because it's a great product or service, which it should be right? Should solve a hard problem. But they're actually looking to say like, I actually had an amazing connection with Lydia 
I really feel connected to her. And there's something about her. Like she's really like at peace and calm. And I feel safe when I'm with her into it. And that comes from first being able to work on yourself to say, I actually don't need anything. I'm actually totally okay with who I am and what I have right now. I'm not a threat. I don't need anything. I'm safe. I have everything that I have. I have everything that I need. I'm going to be provided for. And you can get to that place. And all of a sudden now you're a super producer. And now you're not talking about making millions of dollars a year. Like you're going to be in the top, like one-tenth of 1% of creators that exist because it's hard to do. It takes work and effort and training to get yourself to that kind of mind mind state and mental state. Wow. So, you know, what you just described Scott, you just described my whole dating life, which is why I just said, I never, I only have positive experiences because that's literally where I'm at in my dating space. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. I didn't think to apply that same logic to my business because every time I sit down with someone or even friends, not even just dating, just colleagues or just relationships in general, they sit down with me. People literally want to hang out with me because they feel safe or they feel like themselves and they love themselves when they're around me. And any chance they can get, they do that. So I have that whole process that you just mentioned. That's what happens for me just one-on-one with people. I just didn't think, I guess in that case, I'm selling myself, quote unquote, I guess, because they want to be around me, but I didn't think to apply that to my business in in that sense. The biggest (laughs) fallacy that I think that people have brainwashed us into, we must break out of, we have to wake up from this. Right is that our businesses aren't just life. Like there actually only is one thing, which is called life and living. And everything that happens is an extension of us being human beings that are living. Yes. Like there is no such thing as sales. There's no such thing as marketing. There is no, those aren't, those aren't real things. There's actually just the human experience of it. And we classify it in this way because that's what our minds like like to do, right? right? And we separate them out as two different things. And we say, oh, it's work-life balance. No, no, no. There's just living. There's you living, making a choice of what you're doing. That's all there is into it. And if you can get to that level of awareness and consciousness, what'll happen is that you're going to have insights of what you do tremendously well. Like, let's say it's you with hanging out with friends or, or dating, right? And you'll say, holy smokes. I can actually just recreate that same feeling inside of how I sit down inside of my business partnerships, inside of my customers, inside of all these other areas of my life, because it's actually just living. And all I'm really trying to do is just say, this is how I show up for people in my life. Wow, Scott, you just, you are like, okay, so I feel like I've been on the brink and you just kind of just took me over because literally my personal brand is the corporate socialite. And the idea is to bring, because I've got tired of separating the two. So my whole brand is about bringing those two worlds together and just being in and out of those worlds, the same person. Like, it's just, just like you're saying, just essentially just being, but living. But I guess I still haven't tipped the ice, like really just. <laughs> yeah. And, and with imagine, everything you're saying, it takes me right. I've been right there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, it sounds like you're like having some awesome awarenesses of where that's it for you. Yeah. Now I'd offer to you that it might even be bigger, right? It might even be is that there's actually just one true state of being of Lydia. And this is actually Lydia with her family. This is Lydia and her romantic relationships and her work environments and her customers and her social media. And perhaps the most powerful form of Lydia showing up, her highest state of being is in clarity of the one single state 
that just goes into different circumstances, but actually is never any different. It's always just Lydia at our highest state. And Lydia at our highest state will intuitively know what is the absolute best thing for me to do in whatever circumstance every she goes into. Like at any given moment. And you don't have to think or plan. You just have to be Lydia at our highest state. And whatever the circumstance comes into you, you will naturally intuitively do the absolute best thing you possibly could have done. And people will think that you have magic powers. They so already say, do. I know. Imagine what the next level is like. Yes. Because I think the missing piece has been that I still been, even though I've been merging the two worlds, I still have been moving in and out of them instead of just like you're saying, just being myself, no matter what the situation is, no matter what the circumstance, because I think I've still separated, like there's levels to it. And even though there are, but essentially just I'm going to be amazing. I am amazing. I already have everything I need inside of me, Scott. Ah, this whole podcast was for me. This episode was for me, everyone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was for me. But no, I just really now, I, I feel like I definitely broke through that next level of awareness just now. Beautiful. Good. Now, now, now here's the trick. The trick is going to be, is in living life and becoming aware of every time you get pulled out of the state. Right. And that becomes the game of life. The game of life now shifts for you. If you've arrived at this place and this level of understanding and you can feel it deeply, and I'm so grounded and centered inside of myself and I move through the world from this place, then you'll see and become aware of each time you start living outside of yourself and start running some type of program of like, oh, I'm at a party. And so because I'm at a party, I need to be like this. Right. It's like, oh. I'm running a program again. No, no, no. I'm going to come back inside of me being me. I'm just me being me at a party. I'm not like me in party mode into it. That's true. That made so much sense because I've been doing that even with the dating. That's when I start messing up because I'm doing good until I'm not. And when I'm not, it's because I start going outside into the programming of what, oh, this is how you're supposed to do. This is what society tells you to do. This is how you should act. This is what you should say. And I'm moving to that programming instead of just being me. You can. Yeah. And there will always be one thing that happens of why you got pulled off. It's always be the same. It could be hypothetically that you're so habitually programmed to be that way. My experience with working inside of like this type of mindset yes. is that it's almost always because I'm afraid of something. Yeah. Right. But really dig down leap. I'm afraid that if I really show up as me in this moment, what's going to happen is I'm not going to get something that I think that I want. Because the thing that I think that I want exists outside of me. So the moment I slip into the illusion that what I really want is outside of me, instead of, instead of sitting in the seat of I actually have everything I need inside of me, then the fear clicks in. Now I'm starting to run a program and I'm off the center and I just effed up part of my life. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I get it. I get it. I'm trying to see if I could re reiterate what you're saying or kind of spit it back out to you. So essentially, whenever you go outside of yourself, it's because you think whatever you need is literally outside of yourself, but it's not because everything you need is inside of you. So if you stay inside of you, then you never have to go outside of yourself, which is where that fear is, is because you're thinking, oh, what I want right now is out there, not in here, which is a lie. It's all here. So yeah. stay and remember that everything is here. Your magic. Everything, when, I, when you can sit inside, everything I need is here, it's magic. 
And so, but this is like the, this is the game, right? Because we've lived all of our lives thinking I need to do something outside of myself to be able to change how I feel on the inside. And the moment you flip it and say, I actually have everything that I need on the inside, and I'm going to work on giving myself everything that I need to feel on the inside, then life really just becomes, I'm watching this thing go by me and I'm making decisions about what's happening. And the moment I get pulled off of that is because I slipped into an old way of thinking and I said, oh, I've actually slipped into a way of thinking that something on the outside needs to be different. And I'm afraid that it's not going to be the way that I want it to be. And because of that, now I'm experiencing all of this crap mm. into it, into it. But the beautiful part is all you have to do is be aware. Just watch it yeah. and watch it. When you say, cool, I don't feel good. I don't feel like whatever. I guarantee you it's because you started living outside of yourself. You started running a fear and all you have to do is breathe relax and get back to center inside of yourself and say, cool, I'm just Scott here inside of myself. I'm watching and living this experience. And then you're back to center. Cool. Now I'll do it until the next time I'm off. Right. Right. I love it. I love it. It's like watching your movie. You're a star of your own movie. You're just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It really is a movie. It really, really, really is. And you get to watch it. If you really are in yourself, you get to watch it instead of being, I think the fallacy, another one is that you think you have to be outside yourself to watch the movie play, but no, if you're watching it from inside out, it's a different point of view. Wow. Much more powerful point of view. So this is, this is, I offer this for everybody and as, and as a way of being, if what's important to you is being effective and powerful about what your life experience is going to be. Because the moment you can control your inner experience of what that is, and you can work on training yourself on how to do that. And there's people have been doing this for thousands of years, how to do that. It's not a new thing. Then what immediately what happens is that the outside world becomes much more simple. And you say, well, why? Why would it be more simple? And why would there be more opportunity that would exist inside of that? Because what we know is, is that the moment that I get caught up inside of emotions, if I'm caught up in fear... What happens is I start to limit how much data I can actually get about what reality looks like. Fear actually shuts down our ability to take in new information when fight or flight kicks in. So if I'm experiencing fear, I'm actually not seeing reality for what it is. Yeah. Optimism, right? It's just another side of fear. Optimism is just tricking yourself into saying, I won't see reality for what it is. Because I'm going to hijack my brain into saying that I'm so positive about everything that I'm going to avoid all of the other things that could possibly go wrong here. Mm. The most powerful state of being that I can find is being able to see reality exactly for how it exists. And the only way I've been able to find to do that is to be completely still and centered inside of myself, just like we were talking about before. Because from that place, I can really see reality, which means I have all of the data points that are there. I'm not clouded by emotion. And inside of all these data points, I can now see all the potential risks, all the potential opportunities, and I can actually just make better decisions. Wow. Because I have better data, just simply by the data set that's there, I can make better decisions. And that, so that's, that's the other piece about, well, how does it actually change the outside world 
is just because you're actually finally able to see the outside world instead of living inside of a, uh, a hallucination or inside of uh, whatever the hallucination or whatever is the, the imaginary world that you're living in that's clouded by emotions and has made up data points because you're pulling things from your past that aren't even present in the mo- that's not even here, but it's something that happened before. And now you're like saying, well, it's here. And you're like, no, it's not. You're just making that up and throwing new stuff in. So when that, when you hear like great people, much more advanced than me, talk about like you're living inside of an illusion and you need to wake up. This is what they're actually talking about. And that's just how it applies as being an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm like, Wow. Wow, Scott. You know, wait a minute. I don't actually have anything to sell you on this too. This is all just my personal experience of like what it is like to live and be me. I'm mean, what where the place I try to live from. No, so but I, don't any, I don't have anything to sell you on this. I don't have anything to roll in about. I know, no, but but it's amazing because even being around that kind of a mindset, I find has been very not only enlightening, but like you said, everything else comes, every everything else comes to you because you are, you become magnetic. You become like everything you become everything so now you have everything who doesn't want to if you show up like this right in the world like to everybody else that can't do that to them like what is magic right like what what is magic magic just means there's something that happened that i can't explain exactly everybody else that lives in an illusion that has like doesn't have all the data they would say well lydia must have magic and lydia's just saying here like you guys just don't know how to open your eyes. Right. That's oh it. My gosh, this is crazy, Scott. Because when you describe the optimism piece, that's where I've been living for a, lo- a long time. That's what I'm saying. I've been, I'm like right there. I'm right there because I've been in the optimism, but I didn't think of it as another side of fear because I've been just saying, I'm just going to live in my bubble and I'm going to just ignore all the bad stuff that's happening because I love my little bubble and I live in my bubble and I'm happy here. But what you're saying is a whole nother level because I've been happy in my bubble, Scott. I've yeah, been- of course. And it's still been very magical in my bubble because mm-hmm. the magic happens. It walks around with me and all that. But I I have been struggling in some areas because I'm not facing reality, I guess, mm-hmm. is what you're saying, because I don't have enough data because I'm in the bubble. So it means I'm a little naive in a sense or. Yeah, you're just there's going to be things that are going to I would <clears throat> imagine that if you continue with this type of approach that you're using right now, that what will happen is, is that things on the fringes of your life will start to erode and you'll have to work harder and harder to try to convince yourself that everything is actually amazing, right? And they talk about this and like the terms of, and what will happen is eventually is if you can take that, what you're really saying is I'm no longer living in reality. And what do we call it when people say that like, if they get to a point where they keep having to deny reality, you say, oh, they're ungrounded or they're living inside of like this other thing. And we see those people and they kind of like look spacey behind the eyes and you're like, oh, you need to be more grounded, right? But it's hard for them to get grounded because when they become grounded, now they have to see reality. And actually reality was too difficult for them to deal with. So they had to shut it out. When reality is, is all of these things that we think that we need to ignore, that's just another part of life. It's okay. Right. That's just the way that that part of life is going. I can be okay with that. I'm strong enough to just breathe, be calm, see what's here and just make a decision on what I want to do next, because that's all I really could ever do anyway. Wow. And that is how you make it to the road to a million. Because with that mindset, there's no way you won't be like so, so super successful because 
you literally learn how to take the good with the bad and still be okay. You just still keep going. You still There's keep going. Wrong. You just still keep going and make the next decision. Cool. Great. Next thing. Right. That's it. You'll be That's a millionaire. Funny. You'll go for your beyond. You'll have the best life. I would offer you this. Not only will you be making tons of money, you will actually be able to create the best possible life you could have ever created. Yes. Like not like the best possible life of anybody that ever existed at any given time, but of all the lives, all the potentialities that exist for your life in a holistic nature, you will have lived the best possible one if you can live from that place. Wow. Well, wow. I'm excited. I don't, know, I don't know if you guys are excited, but I'm excited to live this life <laughs> that Scott just talked about. And when I get to that, because it's on its way, when I get to all that money, I'm coming right back to you, Scott, to help manage all of it. Tell me about it. I want to celebrate with you. Gonna yes, you're going to manage all of it. I'm like, Scott, here it is. <laughs> there you go. Now you all go of it. Go party it up in Bali. Have a great, great time. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so how does someone get in touch with you to work with you to be able to, first of all, break through? I think that's amazing to be able to break through these mindsets so they can get to that space where they're not only having the money that they need to have managed, but to be able to work with someone that they can connect with on this level so that they can trust and believe and continue on moving forward with the money. Because a lot of times when people get money, they get really anxious as well. So I think you being able to have the secret sauce, <laughs> so to speak, I think it really helps um, in that space. So how does someone work with you um, so that they could be able to not only manage their mindset, but manage their money <laughs> and ask? Yeah, them? so I have like a team of about 30. So we have like four attorneys, CPAs, investment advisors, um, a full, full stack team of professionals. And um, that's really what Royal Legal Solutions is doing, right? We're really inside of like the money game. And what we're trying to help people to is say, well, let's let's make sure all of you have that you don't lose it, right? Mm -hmm. So that way you can become at peace with this whole thing, a part of your money. Because then after you solve the money thing, then, then really what there's this left is just living, which is everything that we talked about for the last 20, 30 minutes. Beautiful. See how it all came together? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So... <laughs> We, I teach some inside of, we have like weekly group coaching that we do. And a lot of the stuff that we do is still like about uh, money and wealth creation and, you know, all of those pieces that come with it, because that's where most people are at. Right. right. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, that's really uh, for just reaching out, go to royallegalsolutions.com. Check out the video that's on the homepage there of the website. It's going to tell you everything about like what we do and how everything um, uh, we we will save you enough money on taxes for you to be able to pay for everything that we do. And uh, if you feel like it's a solid fit, love to work with you. Um, we go through like that process. We only work with the people that are going to be great fits for us that we know we can hit home runs for. And um, if you feel called to uh, talk to me about any of these types of issues that we've talked about here today, you can just email me at scott at royallegalsolutions.com and happy to share with you whatever wisdom I might have from my life experience about um, about how I've been able to discover a different level of living that works way better for me than um, what I was doing before. Absolutely. I love all of it. I am here for all of it. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Scott. Go to royallegalsolutions.com. He also has this amazing vault option where you're able to go into the vault and see all of the amazing wealth of knowledge that they have put together for you. And it's all free. Everything that you need to know about how to save money on taxes, protect your assets, build lasting wealth, 
all of it is in the vault. Um, tons of eBooks, tons of webinars, tons of just content that you're able to access in the vault. So you just go to the website, royallegalsolutions.com, go to resources, then go to vault and you'll be in there. You just click get access, sign up and you'll have complete access to the vault. Right? That's right. Got to get in that vault. The vault is actually like, it's a... Uh... It's amazing how much information that we have in there. If you just go to the vault and study, you're going to know everything that you ever needed to know and more about everything there is about wealth creation and management. Absolutely. All for free. Absolutely. And I'm signing up for the vault right now as we speak because mm-hmm. I'm sold on everything that he's selling that he's not selling, <laughs> but he's sold. <laughs> oh, you're amazing, Lydia. It's been so much fun being with you today. Absolutely. No, it's been mind blowing. It's been amazing. And I love that. This podcast gives me the opportunity to meet people like you who, because I, I promise you, Scott, I have this connection with everyone I get to talk to. It's just amazing. And I, I feel like this particular conversation is going to take me to a whole nother space. And I'm so excited because I've already been loving where I'm at, but I still have my challenges. But I feel like with this level of comprehension and understanding, I'm really going to go to that next level. And you did that for me. And well, you you allowed yourself to be used as a space to do that for me. So I thank you for that. Uh, You're so, so gracious and so kind. Thank you, Lydia. Of course. Of course. Again, if you want to connect with Scott, go to royallegalsolutions.com to learn all you can about how to protect your assets and to work with his team so that you could start living. (laughs) So you could live the best Mm -hmm. life that you can live even after the money, because that's just the beginning of it. So, (laughs) yeah. So thank you so much, Scott. I really, really appreciate you. And I look forward to working with you. Yes, let's do it. (laughs) All right. Until next time, everyone on Leaders on the Rise, Road to a Million and Beyond. Talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Leaders on the Rise, Season 2, Road to a Million and Beyond. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you found it helpful. If you did, please leave a rating and review on Spotify or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. We have some amazing guests lined up and I can't wait to share their stories with you. Until next time, keep rising.